It's not going to work. No. We're too persistent. Yeah. We don't take no for an answer. There's some redeeming qualities in humans. No. You don't want to go to a movie and be like, <laughs> they just fucking killed us? <laughs> Daddy, why did they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Daddy, they killed all the humans. I don't like the Navi. <laughs> <laughs> fucking blue people. <laughs> Welcome to A Cast With No Name. We're your hosts. I'm Jay. And I'm Matt. This is episode 36. This episode is a kind of a special one because it's something that happens only once every 12 to 13 years, seems like. It's like it an eclipse. It is. It's a very special when the stars align and something comes out. Yeah. The technology catches up. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> The planets align. Yeah. The script is finally done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, James Cameron has a new movie out. Thank God. Avatar, The Return of the Smurfs. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we'll be talking about Avatar, The Way of Water. Um, but first, uh, don't forget to visit our website where you can catch up on all the other episodes, past episodes, all that good stuff. Of course, you could also find them on Spotify, Apple, whatever. Uh, whatever you're listening to, however you listen to it, I'm sure they have the full archive there because this is only episode 36, not 1,204. But uh, plenty of space on the database. Yes, <laughs> I think. Yes, but a cast with no name dot com is a website. You can also write to our email, ask us questions, comment on episodes, all that good stuff. Uh, so it came out this past weekend. Yep. Um, we were supposed to see it together. We were, and we didn't. And you fucking bailed. I know. I cried. God, a lot inside. Like I was a, super pissed. You sent me. You sent me the it. text. I was like, "That bitch." Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to, but I feel bad leaving the wife with both kids and I'd be gone for eight hours. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not fair. It so, happens. Such life with do? kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I already uh, had all my babysitting cards already laid out. Mm-hmm. I, I used the deck too fast. I used my mom like. Two out of five days. I'm not going to ask her again for yeah. the third day. It just wasn't fair. So, yep. I saw it not on the IMAX screen, but on a regular, pitiful, teeny tiny, normal 3D screen. <laughs> Watched it on my iPod Nano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just went to the uh, normal movie theater that was showing in 3D. Got it. Do you know if it was high frame rate 3D? I didn't notice it. Okay. I, I read a bunch of articles that people were complaining about it. I didn't notice it at all, really. So, I think I did. I, d- I didn't read into what the effect was, but some panning shots felt jittery. Oh, okay. Like something to where it didn't feel hmm. right, to where it almost stuttered slightly. I don't know if that's... Because I saw it in a proper IMAX, the full... Mm-hmm. Four by four, whatever the ratio is. Yeah, hundred foot uh, tall screen. Yeah, two projectors. Nice. Uh, it, it was glorious. Mm-hmm. Not quite center center, but close enough. Mm. Um, and uh, but yeah, I, I noticed a slight shutter effect. I feel like I, I didn't. Don't, I don't know anything. if that was a. And I don't know if it was from changing to high frame rate or vice yeah. versa. I imagine they would have changed it on a cut as opposed to yeah. But I don't know because um, what he said he did that were uh, on the twenty four frames when they switched to that they did this trick where he just doubled the frame so you would he would show the frame twice yes instead of it actually being shot in forty eight mm-hmm. frames a second he would just show the same frame twice yep yeah so 
uh, yeah, because like close up dialogue scenes, he just shot normal mm-hmm. twenty four frames, and then it was the higher end or higher action or faster pace visuals. He did the high frame rate. Yeah, I don't know. Was that a technology limitation? Because it wasn't money, obviously. Uh, no, I, th- I think it was probably just to keep from because you get the soap opera effect with. Because people associate higher frame rates with soap operas. And that came from film is classically done in 24 frames a second. And then 30 frames a second, which is video. A lot of soap operas were shot on video because Mm. it was cheaper. So that's why you get that smoothness. And um, it's just the flat look typically associated with um, soap operas. So... When they do higher frame rates, then one, you have kind of a soap opera effect to where it almost looks too real, but you're also removing, with a higher frame rate, you're removing some motion blur Mm -hmm. from movement. Uh, And then also, once you get up to 60 frames per second, now you get into video game territory to where a lot of gamers would prefer 60 frames, at least uh, 60 frames a second. And that's like the best it can look because everything is crisp and clear. Um, Hyper-realistic. Yeah. And which I've seen some videos on YouTube of content creators that have toyed with that to where they would do like a 360, like third person view of themselves, but they would shoot it at 60 frames a second. And it looked it looked odd, but I mean, it mm-hmm. looked cool, but everything was like super clear and there was very little motion blur, if anything. Um, it just had a very peculiar look to it to where it almost looked like a video game as opposed to video. Of just them sitting and talking? No, it would be like somebody skateboarding down oh, the street gotcha. or something right. and stuff like that. So I imagine the close up, more intimate scenes that he shot at 24 frames a second, the reason he did that is probably because he didn't want people taken out from the fact that, Oh, this looks too much like too much like a soap opera Mm -hmm. or too much like a video game or something like to that effect. He probably wanted that more classic film look to it would be my guess. Gotcha. Um, for the more dramatic pieces of it. So when was the last time you saw a movie in IMAX though? I think it was, I think it was with you. Uh, at the real, real IMAX? Yeah, for... In- uh, Force Awakens. Oh, I wasn't with you with that. You weren't? No, I was in, who, who I was in Hawaii. You weren't in Hawaii? I was in Hawaii. Must have been a different Matt. Yeah. Uh, the worst Matt? Who the hell... Yeah, who the hell did I see it with? I know I saw it with him. There's some girl with me, I forget. I think the last movie I saw in IMAX was Inception. I think so. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's false. No. Mission Impossible. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost Protocol. Protocol. That we saw together. Yeah. Um, but no, the last one I saw in IMAX was, yeah, Force Awakens. Okay. Um, did you enjoy this more than the Force Awakens? The experience of it all? Yeah, I I felt like this fit IMAX better than what Force Mm -hmm. Awakens did, because I think it was just some scenes in Force Awakens were shot in IMAX as opposed to the whole movie. movie. Um, but again, technology was slightly li- still limited because the the sound of the IMAX cameras is pretty loud. So it's hard back several years ago is hard to do dialogue scenes with IMAX cameras because they're so damn loud. You'd get the and you could hear it. Yeah, it would create camera noise. 
Um, mm. So that's why a lot of earlier movies like Ghost Protocol and Inception and even Interstellar weren't shot 100% in IMAX because of the sound at the time from those cameras. I, I think, didn't know that. I think they've dealt mm. with it because I think, I mean, Avatar was shot completely All in IMAX. IMAX or so it's computer generated so mm-hmm. you can make whatever kind of resolution you want. Um, but I think Oppenheimer, I think, is shot all in IMAX. Tenet, I think, was shot all in IMAX. Hmm. <clears throat> but makes sense. It's Nolan. That's what he wants to do. Yeah, and uh, which I like. I like IMAX. I think it's. I do too. I'm. Uh, I'm super bummed that I couldn't go. Yeah, the, I was looking they, forward to they it. played an Oppenheimer trailer before. I finally saw that the one Did that it? you're talking about. The one that I saw in the movie was different than the one that just released online today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty excited for IMAX just because I always, I've always liked the super wide mm-hmm. composition shots, just ultra wide, very like if you could make letterbox TV to where you just have a like a one inch high uh, visual frame and then the rest of it is all. <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> yeah, I want as wide as possible. <laughs> um, uh. Squinting at the TV, but I love I I love super wide uh, compositions. But the trailer for uh, Oppenheimer kind of got me excited for because I'm, IMAX is the it's not a sixteen by nine aspect ratio or a uh, two point one uh, something mm-hmm. um, an ultra wide composite. It's a more of a square. It's like TV four by three. It's more similar to that aspect ratio as opposed to a widescreen thing. But some of the the shots in the uh, in Oppenheimer look pretty good in pretty four by good. three. Yeah, but uh, I read that they because uh, we were speculating on what is he going to actually detonate a nuclear bomb. Apparently, mm-hmm. they recreated something to make it look like it, like an actual mushroom cloud. I don't yeah. know how they did it, but they they figured it out. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if they constructed a bomb that would have the same kind of atmospheric effect. Yeah. without you know causing radiation everywhere. I know that guy's crazy. I don't know how he comes up with stuff like that. But, oh, it's probably just dwindles down to where he, he gets it. He asks what he wants first, which is, all right, I want to set off a nuclear bomb. Well, you can't do that. How about a <laughs> tiny one? No. <laughs> An atomic bomb. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then he probably just works his way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think that'll be good. Um, I wish they would pop up. I don't think they will because I just think it would just be too damn expensive. But if they popped up more proper IMAXs, yeah, the world, I think it would be kind of cool. It would be better for the world in general. Yes, um, I'd be fine with getting rid of all the theaters and just opening up one IMAX theater in a central oh. location around where we live. Yeah, it, per capita. So yeah, after once you draw a radius around, uh, I don't know. Let's just say every two hundred, every three hundred thousand people. You get an IMAX theater. Yeah. It's fair. With five screens. Yeah. And just have that just have that be the standard. That should be That'd the be standard. Good. Super disappointed I didn't get to see this because I will say that the three D was still great in the theater, in just a normal theater. Mm-hmm. It was really good. So let's so. dive into it. What were your first impressions? Uh well <clears throat> let's uh, do spoiler free first. What were your, what were your, just your thoughts? Well, I had to rewatch the first one first. Okay. Because I'd only seen it once. Mm-hmm. So I'll touch on that. It's It wasn't as bad as... The first one wasn't as bad as I remembered. 
it being. How did you remember it, and then what changed? Uh, I remembered it just being bland mm-hmm. and long and boring. Wasn't and just had ridiculous visuals. Um, visuals still look good, especially for a thirteen-year-old movie. Some of the animals looked a little iffy. There were some effects that just didn't. Eh, I mean, it kind of showed its age a little bit. Um, I wasn't happy. I wasn't completely happy with the jungle. I felt like it felt too neon. It didn't feel like an alien planet. Um, it felt like a weird fever dream. Like a painting? Something, yeah. It was yeah. like a black light poster that those uh, fuckboys had in college. Yeah. with like their, The potheads? Yeah, the, you know, <laughs> like the ICP and St. Clown Posse <laughs> shit. And, uh, it's all oh, you had one of those. Neon. I definitely... I had at least four. Yeah, you're a big um, fan. Yeah, the... Uh, but it kind of looks similar to that. Um, still wasn't a fan of that. But I pinpointed what my issue was, and I'm pretty sure I knew that was the issue, but I'd only seen it one other time. Mm-hmm. I watched it a week before uh, I saw the sequel, just to... Refresh your mind. Refresh, yeah. And um, there's some pieces that I just didn't remember. And I was like, oh, okay. I couldn't tell you what they were because the story was so simple and still... The st- the story is still bland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Sully is an idiot in the first movie. Uh, probably the worst character ever. Um, I mean, you're in the mil- you were in the military, mm-hmm. and granted, he wasn't enlisted in the military. I don't think because I think he was a veteran. He was injured. Yes, couldn't afford to get his legs yep. fixed. And they tapped him on the shoulder and said, "Go to Avatar because you <clears throat> share the same DNA with your twin brother." Right. Correct. So. We don't want to spend more money creating a new one <laughs> for whatever reason. Right. We're going to get this dumbass uh, to take his place instead, uh, who's not even a scientist. is just a, a Marine just a guy. So they take him there. Doesn't read anything about the planet. So he doesn't know where he's at. Yep. He's unfamiliar with his environment. First time he's out in his body, he's like running around like a moron first time he's in the environment he's slapping plants and shit and he's like, like a child yes. yeah he's just <laughs> knocking shit over and i was like how i was like you would think you wouldn't want to touch things like things are poisonous things could mm-hmm. harm you be more adult about it but yeah you you think the they would have briefed him a little bit hey when you get into this thing uh don't fuck around because this is a lot of money yeah, yeah. and uh um, but jay he he hadn't walked forever he was just I, expressing his delight and his oh, amazement. Sure. It's fine. <laughs> and but his line delivery. And I don't know if it was just because the environment he was in while they were making this movie. Um, but his voiceover, extremely flat. Uh yeah, dull. He's, he's no Morgan Freeman. And it yeah. He yeah. And his line delivery on a couple of things yeah. just seemed really, really forced. Uh, the other thing I wasn't a fan of is that the military people just seemed super broad. Like, just the the way they speak felt like cliches. Like, they only spoke in cliches. Right. And... We're Oscar Mike. Charlie Foxtrot. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this high and tight. High and get tight. home for dinner. <laughs> yeah. And... They don't... Yeah, we don't talk like that. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> We're in the sub, getting some grub. (laughs) Didn't mean to rhyme this time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
so that kind of bothered me. But it was mainly that character. Um, some things that I took away with it that I enjoyed more, Zoe Saldana's mm-hmm. uh, acting in the first one I thought was really good. Um, and She was probably the best one in that movie. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, I like Stephen Lang, too, for what he was given. Sure. He plays that character pretty well. Yeah. Um, Michelle Rodriguez. I completely forgot she was in it. Jesus. Uh, That's right. She's in it. it. I just, I laughed at the end when she painted her worship and her face when she shows up to fight in the final battle. And I'm like, all right, dumbass. You probably would have been a lot more valuable if you didn't give yourself a fucking way. Right. And you could just kind of sneak in there and just start taking other ships out yeah in terms of military tactics that's pretty uh yeah uh, egregious yeah. pretty dumb <laughs> it's, it reminded me the uh bill bird joke to where he said uh it was like right after trump was elected president and madonna was leading the women's march or something and and bill burr says so like oh and you could tell madonna was in a rebel mood because she had her on her beret and <laughs> I, like that was the first thing that popped in my head when i saw michelle rodriguez like with paint on her fucking face and shit yeah. <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> Oh boy. Um but so it's still corny parts, but um I overall wasn't as bad as I remember. After watching it, I I don't know. I don't have the urge to watch it again for another long while. Um that may change once they make more movies. Um Yeah. But it is about as bland as I remember, wasn't as bad as I remember it being, but I think what really stuck out is i mean the character jake sully was just not a good character to get behind he was a child i think sam worthington's line delivery was pretty rough in a lot of areas um do you think another actor could have elevated well said character i was thinking <laughs> i i was thinking because i'm aware that uh matt damon mm-hmm. was approached to play that role and the entire time i was watching i was like I feel like Matt Damon would have been a little bit more likable in this Mm -hmm. or he has more range. I think as an actor has more range, but I also think he would have a little bit more balls talking to James Cameron Mm. as far as if he had anything that he thinks should be changed Mm -hmm. to where, Hey, maybe I should do this to professional actors do that. Not that Sam Worthington is not aware that he needs to be charismatic and likable, but I think at that phase in Sam Worthington's career and still now, I think he doesn't have any yeah. kind of basis to have a back and forth with James Cameron because he because of James Cameron's reputation of being so controlling and everything. Um, I feel like Sam Worthington probably just did exactly as he was told because oh, yeah. I mean, this was his big break mm-hmm. and Matt Damon was a little bit more established. I feel like Matt Damon probably could have pushed back a little bit or at least done some things. Oh yeah. That would have been a little bit more effective. Yeah. I, I think he as an actor has way more range and because the character is so one note, I would say one note, a little bland. Mm-hmm. You need, you need an actor to kind of elevate, especially in this, in the sequel with, with family and, and him being the dad and the protector and all that stuff. He still reminded me of, Jake from the first one where mm-hmm. uh, it was like one note and it, it, it could have been amplified a little bit if there was some emotional range in his acting. Mm-hmm. I I think so. I didn't mind his character as much in this one, but he wasn't a huge 
part of the sequel either. No. So no. Um, but yeah, overall, like the first movie, I think my main issue is just the main character, and I think that's what uh, probably a lot of other people's issue was is that they couldn't connect with that kind of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe the other thing, and we can get more into this into when we talk about the sequel, but why people aren't clamming over them themselves with the story. I think is partly because maybe the uncanny valley effect to where I don't know if audiences are having trouble connecting to it. Myself included at times just because I'm, I was trying to think of a main, like a movie or a story on television or whatever to where it follows non-humans that look completely different from humans as the main character that isn't a cartoon and to be invested in the story to where I wonder if it, it looks so real at times people have trouble connecting like to where we're used to doing that with animation, Mm -hmm. but or video games or something to that effect. Or if it's an alien in live action, at least they look similar enough to humans like Spock or something that people can resonate with. Even Star Wars has a bunch of aliens in it, but you're connecting with the human character Mm -hmm. um, to where I wonder if Avatar's drawback is kind of, okay, so now we're, we're following these aliens that don't necessarily look like humans and it's not, I mean, it's animated, but it's made to look very photorealistic. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's the barrier that people are having trouble getting across um, subconsciously that they're just like, I'm not into it because they can't suspend that Project disbelief. themselves on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's keeping up with the Kardashians, right? Where they're not, they're human, but not technically human. Yes. <laughs> you can. Picture you can project yourself being a Kardashian, our Kardashian. No, yeah, well, no, I mean, very soon because the lizard people came down, yeah, in I think '96, mm-hmm. and I mean, that could be it. And when they took over the Kardashians, yeah, and then but I think it that was more of like a train wreck, <laughs> yes, at well, I would think, but. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking about why people like the Kardashians. <laughs> why do they? Um, yeah. I just instantly thought of that when you were like, uh, you know, like Star Wars where there's human beings in it, and uh, but there's also aliens. Like, what's the perfect, like, like they're human, but they're not really. Ah, the Kardashians. Yes. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, let's get into the way of water. Um, so, yeah, your first impressions. Uh, I thought it was better in the first one. Okay. I enjoyed it more than the first one. Uh-huh. Um, it's still a long movie. The story is still basic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of focuses on his family mm-hmm. now. And I think I was able to relate to that more. Oh, yeah. And I think it's it's kind of smart to have his family be like the main central focal point. Because if you have kids, then you can relate to it that way. If mm-hmm. you, you just have siblings... You can relate to it that way. If you're an only child, you could relate. I mean, it's just if you're a kid, you can relate to it. If you're an adult, it's a lot easier to relate to it with family dynamic inserted. Um, I enjoyed it more. I think the visuals obviously were great. 
Uh, I think the visuals in this movie worked better. The undersea visuals felt more real mm-hmm. to where the first one felt like the blacklight poster with the jungle and everything in neon and not, okay, how are these luminescent things? Like what's, I, I feel, felt like I needed more information. Um, under the undersea aspect of it <clears throat> felt a lot more real. Um, and the, I, I liked it because of that. Um, I think the skin texture of the Navi, there's like some extreme close-ups, which I don't know if that was, I would not be surprised if some of those shots were just tall, slender people that they just painted blue for like a close-up shot. I would probably, because it looked very, very real. Like you could see the pores, you could see the the skin very, very well. And, um, so I wouldn't be surprised because there was a couple, there was one shot of um, someone's stomach and you had like, they had their belly button, I think uh-huh. there because you could see the pores. And then there was another shot, close up shot of someone's hand. Um, I don't know if it was like clasping a wound or something, but, or maybe they were just kind of washing their hands, but it looked like painted fingers almost. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if they mixed in some of that, real photography with computer generation or not, but I, I thought the, the Navi looked a lot better um, more often. I think, I think something that held back in the first one was the Navi looked good, except their clothes. If they were wearing clothes, it looked weird because the clothes looked super fake or cartoony. I yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. for 2009. Um, but overall, I think, I think the visuals worked a lot better. Um, Story was simple, but I felt like it was more engaging than what the first one was. It still, it didn't blow me away, but I, I didn't have very high expectations for this movie. Yeah. And I was very much prepared to where if it was as bland as the first one to where I'd be like, well, I don't care. I'm not going to watch anymore. Um, that didn't happen. So it piqued my interest enough to watch the next one and look forward to the third one at least yeah or at least be interested in watching the third one um if they move the main character to who i think they're going to move it Mm to um or at least focus on this character more i don't know if they'll make this person the main character they may but if they do i think that would be great um but it might always just be jake sully because avatar he's yeah um but if they shift the focus to the main character, I think that would be a huge bonus. Um, but I'm, I'm interested in the third one. So um, I'll watch the third one. So I figure in that sense, it succeeded. It exceeded my expectations. Um, it's not going to change your life, but it's better mm-hmm. than the first one. Yeah. And if you're going to see it, go see it in theater. Yeah, I would agree. So what, what, what was your... Uh, I thought... Uh, as Gordon Ramsay would say, uh, the visual effects were spectacular, so let's get that right. <laughs> they were amazing. I, I hadn't seen... I think these are the best visual effects I've ever seen. They, they surpassed the original one for all the reasons you said. The first one had those those spinning things that were bright orange and neon, yeah. and I think that was a limitation. They wanted it to pop on the screen to make it just the 3D mm-hmm. extra special. This didn't have a lot of that. It was all realistic stuff, not necessarily crazy bright neon colors. It was more like whites Mm -hmm. and blues. 
so the technology was way better than it was in the first one. Yeah. The underwater scenes were incredible, uh, especially when the ship... Uh, it's not a spoiler, but there's a battle scene with the ship. It's sinking, mm-hmm. and all that stuff was yep. awesome. Mm-hmm. Crazy good. Um, so, yeah, if anything, if you want to go see like a visual treat, I would say this is worth seeing just for that reason. Mm-hmm. Even if the story sucked, you could at least immerse yourself in the world there. Yeah. The But with that being said, it's way too long. Yeah. Way too long. Three hours and 15 minutes. I know. And I, I, in my notes, I put, they could have cut at least a half an hour. And I looked at the runtime in the first one. It's two hours and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So just make it the, the same runtime as the yeah. first one. It, it's long, but I, I, felt, <clears throat> I felt like this movie moved quicker pace. It did. Than what the first one did. I agree with did. you. It did. Um, and I will say... Uh, the acting of Zoe Saldana and uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, very good. Phenomenal. Very like, good. Like, I think they they hit it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but yeah, some of the drawbacks, the dialogue. Yeah, it was a little meh. Yeah, is. Um, I think the story was okay, but I like the story centered on the family more than just Jake Sully. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was an improvement. Uh, I think that was intentional. I was uh, reading something that this is like his Phantom Menace where he's gearing it more towards kids because this is definitely, this audience for this movie in particular, I think is for like preteens because mm-hmm. Loak, the middle son, is the, pretty much the main character in the movie with his whole journey throughout the thing mm-hmm. um, and all the kids and, you know, being bullied and that whole thing and being, you know, going to a new school type of yep. storyline that relates to preteens. Yeah. Fish so out of water. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think that's that was an interesting point. I think maybe, yeah, he's trying to draw in the younger audience to, to you know, guide them along the, the eventual three additional sequels to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did enjoy that. I like, and again, it's probably because I have a family now, so I can relate to it. Um, the, uh, so yeah, story was okay. Uh if I talk any more about it, it's like spoilers. So, okay. well, um, but I do. I agree with you. I liked it more than the fr- this, the first one. I thought mm-hmm. it was better. Um, and yeah, again, if I keep going, it's gonna. I'm gonna talk about spoiler stuff. So. Yeah. All right. I well, would recommend it. I, I would recommend going to see it. Yeah, I'd I'd recommend it too. It's not. I don't think. Like you said, it's not gonna change your life. Yeah. It's not a change your life story, but, but visually, it, it's it's spectacular. It was kind of refreshing to see the visual effects because we talked about it yesterday to where I was so used to Marvel I know. shitty CGI to where you see yeah. Robert Downey Jr.'s floaty head yeah. on Iron Man's body and you <laughs> yeah. just get so used to that crap and you're like, yeah. oh God, visual effects. But I mean, they, the people that do those are just so, yeah. so much pressure. Overworked. Too. And they don't get 13 years to make a sequel. So No, no you don't. <laughs> but um, the acting, I think... I feel like the acting was a lot more engaging in this one. Yeah. Uh, especially I, between Zoe Saldana and Sigourney Weaver. I thought Sigourney Weaver, because she plays a, a teenager in the movie, mm-hmm. um, it was kind of out of place at first because I, I just think of Sigourney Weaver when she's talking. I'm yeah. like, the first couple of lines eh. she had, I was like, that's, that's it weird. A little weird. But, but I think the way they're going with her character, it makes sense. Yep. They need to have some sort of wise... 
Because when she talks, she seems like a sage or mm-hmm. like somebody that has wisdom. Yeah. And if you had, if you cast like a thirteen-year-old in that, it's not going to really hit hit with where I think they're going with her character. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a smart choice. And at the end of the day, well, let's get into spoilers. Uh, you recommend it? I, I recommend do. it. I do. Yeah. Go see it the best possible way you can. If you can find some theater ads or some theater should know if it's a high frame rate three D. Uh, go see it in high frame rate three D. Um, because the image will be brighter. Um, that's another reason for it. Mm. Um, and reason why they just doubled, probably just doubled it up to keep it consistent. But see it in high frame rate, it'll be a little bit brighter. Um, and if you can see it in a real IMAX, not, not, not your multiplex that says IMAX, but a real IMAX are usually found at museums or Navy pier. Yeah. Some like just some weird ass location. If They're always somewhere weird. Go find a real IMAX and watch it in it. Uh, if you can, if not, High frame rate 3D. If not, theater. If not, your phone. Your if iPhone. not, your uh, <laughs> iPod Nano. Um, but yeah, let's get into spoilers. Yeah, let's do it. Everybody uh, died. Everyone did. No. <laughs> but Pandora blew up in the end. <laughs> They're all going back to Earth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Will Smith stars. Yes. Avatar 3. This time it's personal. Yeah. <laughs> Avatar 3. What did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> <laughs> the way of the slap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, let's just start with the, with the story itself. So I think... Uh, all right. So uh, Jake and... Uh, crap. What's her name? Jake and... Natiri. Natiri. Thank you. Jesus. I'm going to butcher these names, by the way. I just know Loak is the middle oh, son. Oh, you know I'm going to be butchering some oh, fucking you, names. You <laughs> sure are. You fucking <laughs> ingrate. Uh, so they're together. They have a bunch of kids. Uh, two. So I'm, I'm trying to get this straight. They have three real kids. And then Sigourney Weaver's character was immaculate, immaculately concepted with her previous avatar somehow, which they never really explained. Oh, you don't in need the to. Movie. After watching <clears throat> the first one. Okay. And oh, so, so you have insight into I it? have insight. So if you remember in the first movie, Sigourney Weaver's like mortally injured. Uh-huh. And yeah. they take her to the tree. Yeah. And they put her avatar there and they try and do the conscious the consciousness transfer yes. from Sigourney Weaver's body to the avatar. Uh-huh. And they say, Oh, she's too weak. And she so can't they do try that. they can't do it. But her being ends up going into the tree. Yeah. Um, okay. So, oh, she's too weak. We can't perform the transfer, blah, blah, blah. Uh, or like the mother, Mother Earth or mm-hmm. Iwa or whatever. The mother Awa. Awa. Uh, said, uh. said it's uh, too, she's too weak, can't transfer her consciousness. She's going to die, but she'll be with the tree. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think that's when it happened. Is okay. when they either Sigourney Weaver did it, or it was just a weird side effect, mm-hmm. or Awa, whatever Mother Earth did it on purpose. Okay. Um. <clears throat> because, I mean, and then that's why uh, Kiri Sigourney Weaver's new character can do all those things like. Talk, yes. Talk to the she has not the talk to the animals, but yeah, she has the force pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so is she? Do you think she's a reincarnation of Awa? Either that, or she's just going to be more. Well, yeah. I mean, she could be like a Neo character. Yeah, she's the one. Um, 
and I think that's what they're going to go with her character for, which I'm for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope it's her character that kind of gets more of the focus as time goes on. But I could also see them just not relegating her to a side character, but more of a support to where it's always going to be about Jake's family. And but she's just going to she'll yeah. probably be like the Billy badass of the family. Yeah. that Always bails them out of some shit. everything. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Uh, yeah. And I will say as much as this movie is not as remarkable story wise, <laughs> Disney needs to hire James Cameron to at least write strong female characters. Yes. Because he yeah. wrote two awesome, actually three strong female, <laughs> four. I mean, every single female character it's in this good. movie is really good. Yeah. And it's not um, pretentious. It's not pretentious. It's not patronizing. Mm-hmm. It's not hitting you over the head with it. They're just real characters, each yeah. in their own unique way. And they don't belittle a male character to rise above to make their character. Yeah, stronger. no one else is yes. is made to look like an idiot compared yes. to the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, they all act like real. I'm like for a better word. They all act human. I mean, they mm-hmm. all act like real people. Yeah, yeah. Um, with feelings and fears and um like ambitions and everything else mm-hmm. and it's um and the terry especially like towards the end when uh they mm-hmm. lose their when the their oldest, oldest son, son dies yeah. and she just gets like that dead stare she's and doesn't care yeah yeah it's pretty good she's, yeah awesome pretty good and that's another thing this movie had that disney is lacking is stakes there's stakes yeah. in this movie it's like oh people can die i called it too i was like okay that son needs to die that makes sense because he's he's just good mm-hmm. he's good-hearted and so what amplify this story a little bit to give it some stakes is if they actually because the story so back to the story they have all these children now uh they have two boys two older boys they have uh the immaculately concepted sigourney weaver and then they have a young daughter uh uh they're fighting a resistance against the humans because some humans okay so they sent the humans off at the end of avatar one uh a contingency was left behind to to because they were good people and they were still researching. Yeah, the scientists. The scientists. Yep. Uh, humans eventually come back with with reinforcements, right? Because mm-hmm. they still have issues on Earth that they which they haven't gone, they haven't uh, foreshadowed or told that story yet, which mm-hmm. I'm sure they will in the sequels. Uh, they come back with more firepower. They're they're like not here to get the unobtainium or whatever the fuck that mineral was in the first one. They're yeah. there to like terraform the Earth. Now it's like brain juice. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking brain juice from the whale. Uh, but they're gonna. I think the plot for the sequels is to terraform Pandora too, so that it makes it livable for Earth because they're saying the Earth is dying. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming that yeah, they they said the same thing in the first one is yeah. like we we destroyed her, right? And right when he was talking to the tree, right? So that's what they they come back and Jake and his Jake is still uh, Tarak Makto or whatever the leader of the yeah. forest Avatar people, leading the resistance against the continuing invasion of the humans mm-hmm. he realizes they're not going to stop and his family's in danger and uh they're going after him so he thinks to himself all right i want to protect the navi and my family i'm just going to remove myself as the leader and try to run away from everything and hopefully they don't find me because mm-hmm. it's, it's still it's a giant planet so i'm gonna yep. go hide wherever i can he ends up picking uh these the this thousand islands yeah, yeah fiji. the fiji islands he goes to the fiji islands oh. you know in a timeshare with uh <laughs> 
this this other complete set of Navi, which I thought was a pretty cool creative choice, mm-hmm. or you know, different race of of Navi people look yeah. look different, adapt to the environment. I, I like the in. design of them too. Because yeah, it, the first thing you notice is they they have that Michael Phelps oh, yeah. swimmer's neck. Yeah. Like they all have that frog neck. That's right. They're thing. jacked. And then they got they slight, got lats, uh, slightly webbed, not webbed hands, but forearms, uh, forearms. And uh, their tails are a little bit wider to help direct them in the water. So they're Uh, green, which is kind of cool. It's like algae. It's like they're sea. Yeah, it's more of like a sea foam green kind of color uh, that makes them blend into the water a little bit more. Which I I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, Um, it was cool. Yeah. Um, So anyway, they live with the the sea people. Mm -hmm. They hide out there. Um, And then this is where the story is kind of similar, where it's uh, uh, the, you know, they don't the belong. Fi- it's the fish out of water. Yep. Yeah, they don't belong. They learn the way. It's the same thing that Jake did in the first one, mm-hmm. and then eventually the humans come and attack where they're living, like they did in the first one. So storyline, beat for beat, kind of the same movie at that point. But uh, th- but they add the the family dynamic in it. They add uh, it's more centered around the middle son. He's I think he's the main character for the most part, and then this spider character. He's another. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I. I couldn't. Let's talk help. about Spider a little bit. Yeah. So Spider is the the character from the Good Dinosaur, the human boy. Yes, that acts that's like exactly that's exactly right. He's like fucking uh, the 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 character from Land of the Lost, Chaka. Yeah. <laughs> He's like Chaka. <laughs> He's got dreads the whole nine. Yeah. But uh, so he's he was left on Pandora. Apparently, he's the son of Quaritch, who's the Stephen Lang's character. Mm-hmm. Which they never explain that plot. Well, who was he banging to impregnate? And who had the kid? Who's his mother? Who no one knows. Yeah. Anyway, they he well, was the military. If we it was a conjugal visit, baby. Is probably just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, so. They don't explain really where how he's conceived or all that. Yeah. You just know that he's the son of Quaritch yeah. and then uh, can't go back to Earth because you can't uh, put a baby in hypersleep. Mm-hmm. So he stays. Yep. And he becomes the adopted son of Jake and uh, Natiri. Yeah, they kind of reference him like a pet almost. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and he's very... <sighs> I don't know. He's, he's just kind of around. Like he's he's, he's kind of around. Close yeah. friends with Carrie, uh, Sigourney Weaver's character. Um, he's just kind of like the cousin almost. Mm-hmm. Um, Another fish out of water aspect of this story. Yeah, same thing. And he lives with the scientists, but he pretty much hangs out mm-hmm. uh, with the Navi. Um, same kind of thing, I guess. I don't. Know. Yeah, we can call him Chaka. Yeah, <laughs> Spider Chaka. <laughs> yeah, but. So that's the movie in a nutshell. Uh, it it ends with uh, like like we we said the oldest son dies, so there's some mm-hmm. stakes there. Uh, um, Carrie finds out that she uh, mm-hmm. she's able to manipulate or at least communicate with life forms in a different way than what other people can. Right, correct. Um, and uh, there actually one of my favorite shot was it was right before she was picked on mm-hmm. by the children of the chief of the fiji islands yeah um but it's just like a close-up of her face yes, like in looking water. in water yeah and like that whole shot when that shot came up i was like god damn that looks good i know <laughs> like, it does it looked really really good that's probably one of my favorite shots yeah uh just stood out to me but um but yeah so uh yeah carrie finds out that she can uh, she's really good at communicating with other living creatures. Plus, she's an epileptic, 
she had a seizure when communicating with the their spiritual tree, which is located underwater. Yep. Uh, because she found uh, Sigourney Weaver in the tree, and they were talking, and then she asked who her dad was, and then Sigourney Weaver freaked out and... Had a seizure. Had a seizure. Um, but yeah, and then, yeah, at the end, you have Jake Sully and uh, Natiri <clears throat> being welcomed, saying, oh, your son is You're sea people now. Yeah, you're sea people now. You're home. And he's like, that's when I knew. I was home. And I'm like, you said that in the last movie. I know. Like, the next one's going to be the foundation of fire. And then he's going to go to, like, <laughs> yeah. a volcanic orange Navi people. That's right. He's going to get his badge of honor from there. He's, like, collecting Pokemon balls. Yeah. Or uh, it's like Zelda, to yes. where he's collecting the Triforce. Yep. At the end of the fifth one, he's going to, like, combine all the powers, and Captain Planet is going to erupt from Pandora. <laughs> That's what... It's fucking Captain Planet. That's right. So he's got water. Right, he's gonna need fire next. He's got earth with the forest. Yeah, he's gonna need fire, wind, wind, and definitely he's gonna need some fucking heart. Yeah, uh, which heart. is the worst one. That <laughs> heart. <laughs> Thanks. Go sit down. Yeah, just calm down. We don't need you right now. Yeah, you just sit down. <laughs> oh, good. Look at all oh, the birds are flying in a V. Good job, heart. <laughs> Thanks, heart. I hate heart. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he's gonna collect all these yeah. different badges, and then he's gonna. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the super avatar. Yeah, combine all of his uh, Power Ranger yeah. uh, robots. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. So he's, that's more he's or less. going to the- combine all these different Navi into like <laughs> one super fucking Guillermo del Toro is going to come in. Hey, you made Pacific Rim. Come in here. We need uh, you to create this damn thing for us. Which I think, <clears throat> what am, I mean, uh, we, we can touch on theories later, but yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's the. Yeah, basis of the story. Yep. So I think it ended well to set up because the way it ended, it made me interested in in the next movie yeah. at least. Their stakes. They they now he understands that you can't just run away. They're going to find you no matter what. And look what running away got you. Your son died. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to be more aggressive in terms of how they're going to fight the battle with the humans whenever they're aggressive. Mm-hmm. Be more proactive, maybe. Um, they're probably going to unite the tribes around Pandora. They're going to realize it's a global threat, so you can't just sit around and do nothing. Yeah, you have to plan it out a little bit. And and I and maybe that's what the next movies will concentrate mm-hmm. on is them being more into like it'll be more of a journey kind of a story to where yeah, okay, we have to go here. Where is it? It's on the other side of the planet. Yeah, and we need to do that because of whatever yeah. kind of a thing. I can see it turning into that. Um, I'm. They did leave it open, obviously, for more sequels, and the writing kind of lent itself to mm-hmm. that. They had some answer, unanswered questions, like you said, and um, kind of le- makes you want to watch the next one. I like that, but I don't like that. All right. Just because I, I would like it to be a complete movie. Okay. Which, I, I mean, I guess it still is in a way, but um, I mean, I don't know if it's just because I'm exhausted from everybody writing a franchise but i i get it they already shot another one and there's going to be five total yeah it's fine at least it looks it feels like he's planning ahead and i'll know after watching the third one a lot better than what they did with star wars to where i think so oh let's just make it up as we go along to Mm -hmm. where at least hopefully he got the whole story out as far as where it was going to go before he made the second one. Right. And the, and the studio wouldn't have... W- 
I hope they wouldn't have greenlit this thing <laughs> if he didn't have some sort of structure, some sort of blueprint of the story and where it was going. Mm. Oh, and I found out the the billion dollars budget it, it's for all four sequels. It's two fifty two hundred fifty oh, million two hundred fifty million a sequel. Yes, that's it. Yeah. So this whole thing is pretty cheap. This whole thing about it needs to gross two billion. Well, I knew. It was, I mean, yeah. no. <clears throat> I think it made five hundred million worldwide this opening weekend. So it already yeah, broke it was like even. 400 something. It yeah. already broke even for this one movie. So I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Well, that and they already they already made the next one. I know. They're not I mean, they're not Warner Brothers. They're not just going to shit can yeah. Batwoman or whatever the fuck they just They're like, <laughs> "Oh, we got this finished movie. Release it." Nah. But no. we just put it on streaming. Nah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I think James Gunn might have something to say with that. Yeah, cuz he's He's fucking he, putting the axe Chain, well, the he's hammer already, down. He already, he just killed everything. He got rid of Henry Cavill, yeah. man. Which is fine. Which is fine. I, I think Henry Cavill would have been a good Superman if Zach, Zach's. They shouldn't have had Zack Snyder do Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. They, you, you can't have the most oppressing fucking person <laughs> do Man of one Steel. of the most hopeful characters yeah. ever created. It just I agree work. with you. Yeah. Um, but anyways. But we digress. Yes. Um, what were we saying? Oh, yeah. $250 million a movie. Uh, that kind of makes me happy because I was worried that... But, it, yeah, it didn't make sense for it to be a billion dollars for just the one movie. That's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy because I think it's safe to say they're going to make all these sequels yeah, because they they're going to be profitable. <clears throat> they will be. And I... I, I hope overall the story I can see this it could go a lot of different ways. Yeah, I, I can see it just kind of being okay. It was a story for five movies and the visuals were cool. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. You at least want the Good story job. to live up I'd to I'd like the because I could see it I could see the story slowly getting better. Mm-hmm. Like if he was doing a slow burn on something, but I don't know. Part of me thinks he's just so in love with these visuals that it's kind of second. Uh, it's kind of just an af- not an afterthought, but it's uh, behind the line. Yeah. Of effort. Yeah. I I don't know. But well, well what do you think he's going to do with Korich? Do you think he's going to have like a Darth Vader redemption? Story yeah. So this or? is this is what's going to happen. All right. No, it's not going to be a Darth Vader resum- redemption thing. Uh, All right. So they shouldn't do that. That'd be stupid. So here's what's going to happen. Uh, he's going to keep trying to reach out to Spider. Mm-hmm. Um, and Korich will not be the main villain next movie. Okay. He's he's going to be there, but he's not going to be the main threat. Um, he's going to be trying to reach out to Spider. And then Spider's going to kind of, in some way, they'll be contacting each other. And then at the end of the third one, Spider's going to go and live with his dad, uh, Avatar Korich. And then uh, something's, and then that's gonna break Kiri's heart, and that'll be the the thing in the fourth movie. Like, oh, Spider! And then Jake and Tiri aren't gonna give a fuck, <laughs> and um, then it'll be the whole Romeo Juliet thing. And then eventually, <laughs> Spider will, Quarch uh, will do something, and Spider will say, "Oh, fuck off," because Quarch will 
Gogan Shakiri or something to that effect in the right. fourth movie. And then Quartz will be the big bad again in the fifth movie with whatever newfound thing. All right. So that's what I think is going to happen with that character. Do you which... think there was a love aspect between Kira, Kiri and Spider? I oh, definitely. Was, I thought it was more of a brotherly, sisterly thing. Maybe really? I just missed I it. I thought it was a more... I, I think they, they liked each other, mm. but I don't think... They couldn't really show it. I mean, okay. I, I think that's... Maybe they'll develop it a little more in the first like half hour of the third one. Something. I mean, I felt like it was more like young love or first crush okay. kind of right. stuff. Um, because it didn't feel... I I mean, Spider with the other guys, they felt like cousins. Mm-hmm. With Kiri, it was... I don't know. It felt like it was a little bit more than just brother sister kind right. of a thing well if they go that route how awkward do you think that acting is going to be with 73 year old sigourney weaver and 20 year old i don't know she killed nuts. it in this movie i so. know i know um but, but that's what i yeah i didn't pick up brothers i mean it could just it could be that but i feel like they were setting i don't know hmm. it felt i don't know it felt more like yeah young love or puppy love kind of so you think it's gonna be more of a uh their spider's going to be kind of cast out from the Sully family. The Sully family. He's going to go back to Quaritch. Yeah. Because he's accepted by him. Yeah. But then he realizes that Quaritch is still a dick. Yeah. And he's not a Navi. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck about But he, Because he's going to choose. He's going to be in a position where he's going to have to choose. Yeah. yeah. Between Kiri. And Quaritch. Or his dad. Right. And he's going to choose Kiri. Yeah. Um, because... Which, I don't know, that whole storyline in this movie, I felt, was just weird. But, I mean, obviously they're setting up for something later, but... Yeah, you I, love who you love, Jay. That's the whole thing. The... <laughs> no, no, just him, like, helping out the humans and stuff. And I'm like... Oh, you I, mean... Oh, oh, just that whole aspect of it? Spider, yeah, doing that. I'm like, that's... He can't, like, he knew who his father was. Mm-hmm. Ahead of time, he knew what the sky people were capable of, and then uh, they try to torture him a little bit. And then, of course, yeah, Quaritch tries to do the good cop thing with him. And I guess he never really totally was all in and helping them, he was mm-hmm. kind of more hoping to minimize the damage that they did, I guess. But, um, I've I don't feel like he would go against people that he grew up with as a family so quickly so quickly yeah um but i don't know no i agree with you they didn't really set that aspect of it up very much yeah. why why he was helping him out so much yeah and i think mm. he's gonna have i mean i think there's probably gonna be uh obviously a rift between terry and spider in the third one um even though i think at that moment i don't i thought she was just bluffing I didn't know if she was going to kill Spider or not because but because I think she made a comment in the beginning of the second movie or beginning of Way of Water was uh, he needs to be with his own kind. Yeah. So she was already like not super excited that he kept hanging around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think there'll be that'll probably be a dividing factor too. And yeah, kind of like Mowgli. From the Jungle Book, yeah, or George, George of the Jungle, or yeah. yeah, Tarzan needs to be with his own kind. Dreadlocks. <clears throat> I don't know what goes into making yeah. dreadlocks. 
but I imagine it's a process, not something that just naturally happens. It's a process, I, especially if you're white. <laughs> white. <laughs> yeah. The, all right. If yeah. you're if you're of the Caucasian persuasion. <laughs> the <laughs> him running around in dreadlocks. I was sitting there and I was like, "Are we? Are we? Are we okay with this?" <laughs> yeah. Like. I was like, this is like... It's culturally appropriating the Navi. We're, we're approaching Bastard. the line. <laughs> but um, but uh, the other thing, one thing I did have an issue with was the dialogue. Yeah. When, uh, especially between the kids when they would say bro. Or bitch. Or, did they say bitch? Yeah. Really? Come on, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's called okay. a punch bitch. That's what he said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that... Uh, when they said bro, cuz, and I felt like I was watching Too Fast, Too Furious when Paul Walker was walking around like an asshole the yeah. whole movie. He's like, hey, brah, hey, brah, because they had... Uh, I'm not your guy, buddy. Ty- Tyrese Gibson in there, so he yeah. felt like he had to, he had to I add get, some streets I, to it. I get what he was doing. He was trying to convey that he learned that from his dad, Jake, and that's how he talked. Sure. He picked, they picked up on that when they were growing up. I And that... That's one thing. I think it, it would have been fine if it was like one thing mm-hmm. here and there to where, but most most of their colloquialism should because they were part of a huge tribe. I feel like it. They should have done the Star Wars route because in Star Wars: A New Hope, the first one, there was insults and everything else that you had no idea but from the context you knew what they were talking right. about i felt like they should have done that same thing and i felt like it would have worked a little bit better it would have been less cringy right you talking about like the nerf herder you nerf herder yeah <laughs> i don't know what that is but man she must not like him um and then bantha fodder and yeah, yeah. i mean yeah i know what you, i know what you mean um so i feel like if they would have done something similar to that and and they could still sprinkle in like like bitch everyone mm-hmm. like just throw like someone gets super angry and like a, a word comes out like, like son oh. of a bitch yeah or, yeah, so, yeah. or something, something like that yeah um Shit. to where okay he got that from his dad yeah and I figured that's how they would have talked that way um or gotten to talk that way was from his father but I felt like it was just too much like there there would be piece with their mother with them too yeah um or at least their own culture um to where i it just felt it felt like when james cameron was writing this he's like oh what do kids say nowadays oh they say bro and cuz because the last time i think he saw a movie was the early it was probably too fast too furious when he saw paul walker running people like paul walker yeah well at least they didn't say this 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 water's on fleek oh (laughs) fucking christ i forgot about that That's what I would have tapped that. I'm like, all right. <laughs> the fleek of water. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, Let's the stop. fleek of fire. Yeah. That's the third one. The fleek of fire? Yes. <sighs> Son of a bitch. But, I mean, that that was a gripe that I had. It was just that mm-hmm. I wish they would have incorporated a little bit uh, more just random words that would have represented the same thing. Yeah. Um, I think they need to dive deeper into Korich's motivation because I'm... I'm not, I don't want to say I'm getting tired, but it's getting kind of, uh, uh, I, I don't understand his motivation anymore. So your, your only motivation is to just kill Jake Sully and yeah. just, 
And why? Why? Why do you get, care so much? That I felt, and I felt that way when they, as soon as they overtook the boat, the whaling ship. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, are you commandeering? Because they talked to the general, uh, Edie Falco's character. Yeah, that gives him carte blanche on this shit. And I'm, and I'm sit- Soprano. And I'm, yeah, it's Emilio. I thought I'm like, oh, it's Soprano. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, they are wasting a lot of resources to kill this guy. I know. Like, what's the point? Is the point because if we cut the head off the snake kind of a thing? They're just going to quit? Yeah. <laughs> Which, because that always happens. Right. That Yeah. Or yeah, killing the leader is not going to rally the people, is it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> not at all. So, yeah, I was... I was thinking the same thing. I was like, they're going very far out of their way to kill this one person. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the reason? Now, it would have made sense if E. Falco said, okay, here's what you're supposed to be doing. And uh, and I think it would have worked a little bit better if Quaritch figured out, because it, it was almost like he was already aware that Jake Sully killed him or because he, when he was watching his uh, video log of him giving it to him, he's like, Oh, if I don't return, blah, 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 we're going to, it's because I died. Yeah. It's because I died. And, and it felt, yeah, it didn't felt feel like it. He would go out of his way to do that. It just, yeah, it does feel a little forced or a little over the top. Like, yeah. Well, Hey, say you're the CEO of whatever company is supplying all these ships and shit and giving the military all these resources to terraform Pandora because the earth is dying. Mm-hmm. And your main your main mission to achieve that goal is to, like you said, cut that off the snake so that Jake can't lead this uprising so we can do our thing and colonize the world. You know, relatively ease-free. So what we're going to do is we're going to recreate the guy who failed the first time yeah. <laughs> and bring him back along with his g- gang of Marines that failed the first time. We're going to give him a second chance because avatar bodies are so expensive. Yeah. We can't get another scientist uh-huh. and have a new avatar created for a scientist. We're going to get dumb old Marine. Yeah. We're going to just let him use it because his twin yeah. brother was a scientist. So, not only are you greenlighting the same guy who failed the first time, you're you're greenlighting the same approach. Like, yes. hey, maybe we shouldn't just go balls to the wall and fucking try to kill all these people. <laughs> Let's try it. I don't know diplomacy. Yeah. <laughs> what can we give them? How do we how do we diplomatically solve this problem that we're having instead of just blatantly going and fucking everything up? Yeah, I agree. They need to. I I hope they expand on that. They need to because. Yeah. I feel like when they were walking through that little city that they had, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, these little crab bot things can build like massive things in hours or mm-hmm. whatever. I think or, it was like six days or something. Yeah, six days. And um, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I was like, why, why are they fucking with these people over here? Right. Like, just keep building and building and building. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you'll they're not going to be able to fuck with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be a pain in the ass, but it's like, how about you get set first because you guys are moving like it just it felt weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I hope they explain that a little bit more. Um, yeah, there has to be some sort of human element. I hope they go to Earth to kind of explore this dying Earth aspect of it. Um, 
you need to have some sort of redemption arc for just humans in general because there's not a lot of redeeming qualities in the humans in the first two. I mean, you have Sigourney Weaver in the first one and then a couple other scientists, but uh, this one, I think it's just uh, a Spider, maybe, but uh, the yes. other humans in it aren't really redeeming. Yeah, you have Sp- yeah, you had Spider, you had the two scientists from the first one, the yeah. guy from Inception and Grandma's Boy. Um, <laughs> see you later, turn you nuggets. Later. <laughs> um, you're fucking weird. <laughs> um, you had, uh, you had Jermaine Clement. That's right. That's he the was, other one I was thinking of. He was like the opposite of the ship captain. Mm-hmm. Um, and. But yeah, that that was about it. Yeah, there has to be some sort of conflict on the human side of we need to have a different approach here. Mm-hmm. I can't just be let's just go in here and fucking kill everything because it's not working out. Which maybe part part three will have a Paul Reiser style character from Aliens that mm. you think is good until you realize nope, same kind of same kind of dirtbag. Yeah, um, I think that's where it's going though. They're gonna try to terraform Pandora because you're not gonna walk around in breathing masks the entire t- if you're gonna. Mm-hmm migrate the human population you're not going to have max your masks on the whole time you're going to try to terraform the planet to and then that in turn could kill the navi right yeah because their atmosphere is different the uh i'm wondering if they're going to do anything with the aging brain juice the de-aging mm. it's like oh it stops aging like it just stops it it's because i'm like oh well they'll probably use that for space travel yeah for when they want to bring a shit ton of people over here mm-hmm. they can I uh, use that to have people last the trip. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one thing, I mean, we mentioned length. Yeah. And I feel like it, yeah, is a little long. It, parts of it felt like a tourism commercial. Like I was waiting for like sandals <laughs> to like show up and be like, ah, book your resort now. There's like Navi in the background with yeah. like all you can eat buffet. And they're just sitting there eating. Like, coffee please <laughs> they're scuba diving in the <laughs> yeah, they're, they're paddle boarding yeah like waving women the with their whale friends sandals book now uh there's a wedding a wedding venue <laughs> a couple navi are getting married oh. <laughs> yeah no that's true it did look like a because even the bungalows i was mm-hmm. like that's that's like straight out of sandals yeah because i i don't i mean that i mean and then the first avatar had that too to where it's just jerk off shots of scenery mm-hmm. and because was it star trek the motion <clears throat> picture did a lot of that to where i haven't it, seen that in a long time it was just vi- like it's 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 rough it's it's just long shots of the ship <laughs> because i mean technology had advanced by the time they made that movie it was just like oh god we spent all this money on special effects we gotta let's have a 45 minutes of slow pans of this fucking ship and gotcha. show every single angle. And I felt like the first one was a little bit like that. The second one was a little bit like that. Um, and I, I hope it kind of cuts down on that. I mean, it's great mm-hmm. to see it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. You release it in bonus features. Mm-hmm. Like instead of like a four hour aquarium, be like, Hey, here's a bunch of random shit we had. Yeah. We cut out because we wanted a tighter story. That's that's where I I think you can cut out thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah. A lot of the panning, long 
Yeah, just people shot swimming and like yeah, cut out like a minute of them swimming with the the fucking dog yeah. dog whales or whatever and, it was. And I get wanting to linger on that shit, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, I feel like that would maybe make people want to watch it again or maybe mm-hmm. want want more of it because you want people leaving wanting more instead of just deluging them with shot after shot after like just i mean i don't know there, there's pros and cons to it but yeah um i did like the final 30 minutes like when it built up to that action yeah. scene that was really good yeah it, yeah really when, well the, done. when the ship was sinking and they were inside yeah and they had the watch i mean that looked that looked phenomenal yeah it was really good um but that was also they didn't have those long lingering shots yeah it was, it was like quick 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 like yeah. hey yeah you're Yep, you're editing it like you're. It's a movie. And, yep. Uh, yep. But yeah, the first half of it felt like just like a tourism video or like mm-hmm. National Geographic or something like yep. that. Um, Immerse yourself in the wonders that yeah. I'm showing you right now. Spa treatments you're available every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the. It's probably because I saw the first one when they when Korich was doing his video log, and he's like, "All right." So if you're watching this, I'm probably already dead. And he start, starts talking a little bit. He's like, blah, blah, blah. what am I supposed to say in this thing? Uh, what do you want me to say? Like, I think Jake Sully did that 15 fucking times when in he the was first doing one? He's like, yeah. oh, what, what am I? What am I? It's a video. It's a fucking diary, man. You're <laughs> reporting. Are you never wrote a report. <laughs> like what happened to you today? Just, just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate that, and it, but then they called it Giovanni Rapisi to dump up all the explanation, like yeah, yeah all the exposition. Yeah, he's like, oh, here, this thing <clears throat> has your consciousness, and I'm like, all right, just say you're uploading your memories. We get it. Like, it's yeah. not it's not that far fetched anymore. Yeah, no. Um, I feel like people would have grasped onto it, but some of that hand holding is yeah. But yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I hope in the next one they move away from the fish out of water stuff. Like if they go to to, like like you said, they're gonna go to the tribe of fire. Like, yeah. all right, if they do that or whatever piece or aspect of that story, like the fish out of water. We stuff, don't trust you. You're water people. <laughs> exactly. We gotta <laughs> stop. We're done with that. That's played out. I hope they don't do that anymore. That's we've we've beat that that fucking horse to death. <laughs> it's dead. Uh, like I said, I, I think they should explore more the the earth. They need to have some human characters in it to kind of give them some sort of arc because the movie's not going to end with the, the people killing all the Navi. It's not going to end with the Navi killing all the people. There's going to be some sort of medium here. If that's the case, you had to have an arc for the other side of the story. And saying that depends how much they time jump. Yeah. I think there will be a time jump. Um, and if they do, I can see them, I can see humans coming to colonize mm-hmm. in like the fourth movie. Okay. And the fifth movie, at the <clears throat> end of it, humans and the Navi learn to live together. On Pandora? Yep. I thought that was a possibility. As nature. I They're, was thinking maybe they'd have... Like in harmony. Like humans aren't fucking up right. everything. It's more... Uh, and it's not even so much like seclusion. Mm-hmm. It's more... they're, they're live, it's, They create a uh, homeostasis environment. Right. And... Um, is that the word homeostasis? 
Yes, that's know. right. The um, homoerotic. <laughs> homoerotic. That's it. <laughs> Everyone. It, no. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's gay for each other. Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, paradise. <laughs> Floating mountains. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, but yeah, I, I could see the ending that way to where yeah they have a symbiotic relationship. There it that's is. That's it. There it that's is. That's what I. Homeostasis is chemistry. What the fuck is that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Who cares? It just means unstable. Words right. dumb. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, home homeoerotic. <laughs> Hope. <laughs> right. You know the scientific term. <laughs> um. But I, I can see that kind of being a thing. Too. Yeah. But if that, like you were talking about, an arc for the humans, I feel like it would be in the later movies mm-hmm. or. Because I feel like you would have to have colonizers there or enough people there. And then you would still have the corporation or whatever trying to do its thing. And then the general people are just like, no, this is ridiculous. We're not, mm-hmm. we're, we're not doing that. The and same then, thing we did. And they just the... kind of rebel against them too, to yeah. where, and then it's just at the end, it's just a symbiotic yeah. relationship. I think, yeah, I think you'd have to. There would have to be a, a rebellion at the humans. Like, okay, get it. All right, this this old shit that ruined Earth, yeah. we can't have you a part of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if the Navi are like, we can't have you on Pandora because we know you're going to go back to your evil ways and we don't trust you. So I was thinking maybe, this is probably pretty stupid, uh, <laughs> if they do one of two things. They, they learn some sort of technology on Pandora that they can then placate on earth somehow to like reform earth in Mm -hmm. whatever way or to kind of flip avatar on avatar they have a navi avatar into a human body (laughs) to to like uh like transfer their knowledge and technology from pandora onto earth like they they go with Mm -hmm. humans to like repair earth or whatever the case may be yeah I like that. I, 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 I like it a lot because they, I like they, it go, a lot. They, they go back to Earth. They find the one living tree. Like, so, so I put my <laughs> dick in this. <laughs> yeah. You got all these so, humans <laughs> just trying to fuck these trees. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> What'd you tell them to do? I told them to fuck these trees. They're doing it. I'm just fucking with them. <laughs> I'm gonna keep. Is that doing gonna this. do anything? No. <laughs> fucking a tree. Why would they? <laughs> or they go back to Earth and they just. They just destroy it. <laughs> like, fuck these people. <laughs> it's James Cameron's final fuck you to the audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Navi just go and just kill humanity. Yeah. Or they go to Earth and then there's a, there's a fucking egg and it's a fucking xenomorph. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar 5 ends with the fucking egg and the face huggers. Ah. Uh, Alien Covenant. <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> The way of the egg hatching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I probably think they're going to end with what you were talking about. The homoerotic. Yeah. Homoerotic <laughs> existence. Yeah. That they, that could work too. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, there would have to be an end game and just them mm-hmm. pushing off the humans. That's not going to. That's not going to work. No. We're too persistent. Yeah. We don't take no for an answer. There's some redeeming qualities in humans. No. You don't want to go to a movie and be like, they just fucking killed us? <laughs> Can't wait to go home. Feel good movie of the year. Daddy, why did they? <laughs> yeah. Daddy, they killed all the humans. I don't like the Navi. <laughs> <laughs> fucking blue people. Have you seen any toys? 
No, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't either. That's that's strange. Well, of course, I I'm not I'm not hanging out in the toy aisles <laughs> of fucking Walmart. But <laughs> Jay's like, yeah, I have. <laughs> you should see him. Life sucks. I was there the other day. Uh, wait, no, no. Nine foot tall fuckers just standing <laughs> in the aisle. Yeah. No, I haven't seen any toys. You would think that. Because I think the first movie had some merchandising or whatever. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember. That It's not like Marvel. Anyway, what were we talking about? Merchandising. Merchandise. Uh, yeah. Terminator 2. I had. Oh, yeah, I did too. Remember that. Um, in RoboCop. And so, I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, not that this is an adult movie or anything, but. No. True Lies, I don't think. Mad mm. stuff. Titanic devil <laughs> in it. <laughs> but the first. This is Jack. Did. He dies aliens in the did. End. Aliens definitely had merchandising. It yeah, it did. Um, send in the Marines. Uh, it was like the tagline for all the commercials, I remember. Um, Game over, man. <laughs> Game over. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they have any toys I, or not. I don't know. I have no idea. No, um, that's a side note. That has no, nothing to do with here. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing to do with no it. No one cares. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> just stop. Hang up. We're yeah. done. We're done with the podcast. See you later. So <laughs> what did you think of Jemaine Clement's uh, American accent? It was kind of weird because I wasn't expecting it. Um, I thought it was... F- I thought it was fine considering right next to uh the captain of the ship uh scoresby all mm-hmm. the, the, oh, the <laughs> I, yeah. I, my t- uh i got a quota for, yeah a quota um for his moby dick uh storyline mm-hmm. um i thought it was fine i that's one thing i do wish they would have done with the humans and have like maybe a different accent like mm-hmm. you ever watch firefly Yes, the first, I haven't seen the first season. The first couple episodes, though, yes, I've seen it. Okay, um, but with like that and Serenity, that's far enough in the future, and I think there was like another civil war, a galactic civil war or something. But there was, um, like I think China kind of took over everything, so it was a kind of way to get around the censors. So whenever someone mm. would cuss, it would be in Mandarin. Or Chinese, ah, gotcha. And so they'd go back and forth between English and Mandarin uh, for some things, but everything w- looked like it was in Mandarin um, or an Asian written language uh-huh. and everything. And to where they didn't have to do that in this, but I feel like it would have been. I think it would have been clever to like have different accents. Mm. I mean, they created the Navi language for this movie. I think developing a not that everyone has to have a same accent, but just a slightly. Um, all I didn't mind it. Um, <clears throat> Are you talking about you talking about for the humans, not the Navi? Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, just because I mean, it, it's what like twenty one thirty five or twenty one something like that sixty now. Um, but yeah, you're going to. I didn't mind it. It didn't blow me out of the water as far as mm-hmm. as far as his accent. It yeah. didn't. It was surprising to see him. I didn't realize mm-hmm. he was in the movie. Yeah. It was it's like, oh, flat of the Concords guy. It wasn't until a second shot to where I realized it was him. who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I first shot, I was like, that looks familiar. And then I like, cut away to something. And then it like went back to him. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, James Cameron uh, is pretty blunt. 
with his wailing scene it definitely makes you f- hate humans jesus mm-hmm. that whole scene is like brutal killing these peaceful animals and yeah they brought back the same song from uh when they killed the tree uh, oh did the they first really one. yeah like when that <clears throat> when it has that uh bird's eye view of the whale just like laying dead in the oh. ocean and that had that the score kind of come in it was the same score when the, the tree. tree fell um so i wonder my guess is probably gonna be either a fire penis or an elephant that gets killed and then it'll just be like a, that same kind of score the same score <laughs> or like a volcano and they just plug it up <laughs> and like <laughs> and then the score comes in <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what else. What else is uh, environmentally bad? They already did the rainforest. They yeah. did whaling. Yeah, uh, it's like a dodo bird or like some random <laughs> butterfly or something. It'll be like the last one, just like farts out of existence. And then the score comes in. <laughs> they're gonna go to the North Pole and Pandora. There's gonna be a bunch of fucking like oh, yeah, that's what they're polar gonna, bears. Hey, yeah, the way of fire. They're gonna uh, they're all the so ice is just gonna start melting. And then the score will come in. That's right. That's the fire people, right? Because yep. they have to know what fire you have to build it because they live they live where it's cold mm-hmm. on Pandora. That's what's going to be. There's going to be a bunch of like Pandoran polar bears. Here's a twist. Going to be floating on a glacier out of the middle of nowhere and just sad. <laughs> Here's a twist. Uh, it's not going to happen, but um, but no, it could. What's that? Pandora's Earth. Hmm. Hmm. Earlier, mm. way back when. Oh, so this is like a this from is from a, a galaxy a long, long time yeah, ago. Yeah, except it's Earth. Like, like a lot of years ago, right here. Right, it's Pandora. It's so even what, though they already said Earth in the first movie. Right, right. But what if this is a prequel to that new Adam Driver movie, sixty five? Have you seen that preview? I have not. So Adam Driver is like a human that escapes whatever planet he's from crash lands on earth 65 million years ago during the dinosaurs. So he crash lands on earth because he's on like some exploratory mission Mm -hmm. or whatever. And he's on earth fighting dinosaurs with like his son or daughter or whatever. He didn't go through time. No, he's just an alien. He's an alien. He's supposed to spawn humanity because he's so maybe Adam driver is part of Adam, like Adam and like Adam and Eve. Yeah, see? Mm. So maybe Avatar's a prequel to 65. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Siri going there. He shows up with his super broad shoulders and tiny head. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, get out of here, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, so 60, uh, 65 seems pretty... I don't know. When I saw the preview, I'm like, this is like Jurassic World. I have to Jurassic look up Park. the book. There's a book that has that storyline. Oh, really? Um, to where... Uh, a spaceship, I think, crash lands on Earth, and a colony of people just started. Oh. And it's what created humanity. Gotcha. Um, because like all that technology and everything, all that information would have been lost within a generation. Mm-hmm. And they had to turn into hunter gatherers, and then like the show Ancient Ancient Apocalypse. Yes, Ancient <laughs> Aliens. Ancient Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Um. The fuck were we talking about? Uh, we I don't know. We were talking about uh, how the sequels are gonna. What's the plot lines for the oh, sequels yeah. and stuff? Um, 
I'm trying to think of any other flaws I saw. I mean, the biggest one I think is just, I think this movie could have been elevated if Sam Worthington wasn't the lead actor. Yeah. If, I, because like a John Krasinski, like someone that can convey being like a f- family man and uh, like experiencing the loss of a child, protecting it. Because John Krasinski did such a good job in The, the, the Quiet mm-hmm. Place, conveying that emotion. And I think Matt Damon obviously just has more range. Uh, because in the scene where uh, the son dies... Zoe Saldana just eats that scene up mm-hmm. when she's like crying and then Sam Worthington's kind of just stoic and looks down. I'm like, come on, anything else? Yeah. You got anything in there to kind of convey, hey, your son just died. Mm-hmm. I think I do more than just stare stare at the ground yeah. nonchalantly. And yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the big, I don't know. Yeah. And in, in the follow-up scenes, after his son dies and he's, you know, confronting Korich, he's like, I'm just going to keep coming after you. And then Sam Worthington, the way he delivered that line, like, well, let's do it. Yeah, let's get it done. I'm like, all right. That could have been done a little bit better. <laughs> Come I, on, guys. You had 13 years. Could have rehearsed that a little bit more. Yeah. <clears throat> I. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just, I, I don't want to say he's not a good actor, but I mean, I haven't. I, I'm sure he's, I'm he's, sure he's fine. fine. I, I haven't like seen a, anything that he's. I mean, the only I've seen him in this, and I've seen him in uh, Terminator Salvation. <laughs> Another great, great movie where he pl- literally plays a fucking robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I saw him in Clash of the Titans. He's he's okay. okay. Uh. I mean, he he has he has no less range than the Rock. Yeah. I mean, and the Rock doesn't have range. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, but the Rock's kind of charismatic. <laughs> He's charismatic, but like, I don't think the Rock could play Jake Sully. He doesn't have that emotional range. <laughs> if, I just imagined him and Kevin Hart running around Pandora. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> playing playing Jumanji. Kevin Hart would be like a four foot tall Navi, <laughs> or he'd play. Uh, this is my sis- this is my sister Kira, <laughs> or Lukey, or whatever her name is. Oh, wait, sorry, Kevin. <laughs> my bad. Hey, man, never threw a guy in the water with a backpack. <laughs> you, we all know that. Um. Yeah, I don't. I'm. Yeah. It's but it's the, the character's tough. <laughs> he is yeah, yeah. what it is, and um, but I do, I like Carrie's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Nateri, I feel like would be a better character to be the main character. Uh huh. Yeah, I think so. But <sighs> I think they're gonna focus a lot on Kira though. She's gonna be. She's gonna be like Neo. She's gonna have the one. Or if they just do like an ensemble cast, like it just focuses on the family. Yeah. And then each one, like, because as they get older, then they could each be doing yeah. different things or going to different places, and they can kind of split it up that way, I guess. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, it's. It's weird. Like I don't know. I still think these movies are weird. 
because it's just hard to connect with the story? Is it is it because the story is bland, or is it because the the character sucks, or is it because it looks realistic and we're trying to root for these people? That I mean, granted, it's easier to root for them in the second one than it is the first one. Yeah, um, it's it's tough to relate to because the humans are so evil in the movie. Yeah, it's t- I, you can't project yourself as and you. And you want to have that desire to put yourself in, in the main the person's... Movie. Yeah, in the yeah. movie. Somewhere in the movie. And I don't know if I'd want to be a Na'vi. No. Like same same reasons like the Hulk. Like, that's why I said the Hulk movie it's never yeah, really yeah. worked, is because nobody wants to be the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be Harry Potter or Luke Skywalker or <clears throat> whatever, like yeah. Neo. I mean, they want to they wanna be that person... To where, in that, and I mean, Keanu Reeves in The Matrix is pretty bland, but it works because you'd want to be him. Mm-hmm. Sam Worthington in these movies is pretty bland, especially in the first one. And you don't want to be him because he's kind of a douche. Like, he's a fucking idiot. And I feel like if he was more compassionate or he was more, he was a, more sympathetic character i feel like it would have been i mean just because he's in a wheelchair i don't i don't give a fuck about that like it doesn't make me feel sorry for you like oh i mean it, it, it doesn't give you a right you to be such a, a caring heart I, mean, I don't care if you wait can't use your fucking legs lots but, of people can't i mean it's not like <laughs> the, i don't uh, want to cry over spilled milk well it's what christy said in the movie she's like oh kind of tugged at the heartstrings a little bit with the sun dying. It's like, of course. I was like, the only other way that they could have gotten an emotional reaction, I was waiting for them to bring a puppy out and just fucking murder it on screen. Like, hey, you hate this character yet? Or you feel bad for somebody? Like, I was, I'm surprised they, I mean, they, well, they did that with the whale. Uh, <laughs> they did. Like, oh, a talking dog. Uh, and <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's going to be the third one. They're going to be hunting du- puppies. But what do you do? We just we pluck out the puppy eyeballs because, you know, it makes the skin glossy. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that maybe that's what the first one was missing because uh, I you didn't have a chance to be invested in the character because the movie just mm-hmm. starts. And just because he's he's in a wheelchair doesn't make me immediately sympathetic to him. Because he doesn't show any other redeeming qualities. Now, if they stayed with his, if they introduced his character, I think there's some deleted scenes or something of him getting kicked out of a bar. I keep seeing like, I oh, kept seeing, yeah, like I saw like a screenshot of him, like laying down on the ground outside of a bar or something like huh. that. But, to, but I, <clears throat> I mean, but I feel like they should have stuck with his character. I feel like a little bit more before they introduced him into this whole thing. Mm hmm. Because I feel like that would have at least get the audience to be on his side first. Like, get invested in the character, then take him on a journey. Don't don't throw the audience right at the beginning of the fucking journey. And then the only thing you really see of him is him being an idiot and a dickhead. Right. right. Maybe, that's, maybe that would have helped it to where I still have him in the wheelchair, but at least kind of like show what he used to be able to do when he did have his mm-hmm. full use of his legs more so than just being, Oh, I, I was a Marine and I got injured in the war. Okay. That, right. That 
I guess too bad, so sad kind of. A, yeah. like, it doesn't make me <clears throat> in like invested in your character, right? Um, and that's not Sam Worthington's fault. That's that's James Cameron's fault mm-hmm. um, for not getting the audience hooked on that character. Maybe that I th- I feel like maybe the movie would have been a little bit better if because he could have still been a marine. He could have still gotten injured. Um, but he just could have been a little bit more more than one dimension. Right. You could you could have seen him what he was like before all that stuff. He gets injured. You become more emotionally invested in his mm-hmm. story to the point where you want him to have you want something good to happen to him. Mhm. And if you had that backstory, yeah, you'd be a little bit more emotionally invested in it. Yeah, cuz if they had not, you aren't really at the start of it. Yeah. And they could have done a scene. They could have shown the scene with him the accident happening to where he lost his legs mm-hmm. to where he, cause I think he said in the first movie, he said he was in is either Venezuela, Argentina, uh, somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, because he <clears throat> mentioned it with courage, but they could have showed him there with the civilians in that country, showing him interacting with them and how he was, he's just good with people. Right. Right. Kind of a thing. And then just an accident, like a bad luck fucking thing happened Mm -hmm. and maybe that pissed him off. And that could have taken him away from, I mean, maybe either have it to where it pisses him off to where he doesn't trust outside people then anymore, which would lead him more into wanting to do things for Korich in the first movie and saying, fuck the Navi. But then, eventually he opens back up to who he was before with the Navi to where he values that relationship more so than getting his legs back kind of a thing, because that that's the, I mean, that's supposed to be the defining moment because he's supposed to want his legs more than anything. Mm-hmm. And you don't really get that. You just get that. He's kind of a dummy that likes to smack shit around in the forest and jump off cliffs and shit and mm-hmm. shoot animals. It's like, I don't know. I, I they could have done so much better. <laughs> they had three hours to do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they, they didn't have enough time. <laughs> but no, Not enough time and money. But I feel like maybe that would have helped his character in the long run to yeah. where... And I think that maybe that's the point. People didn't have enough time to emotionally invest in his character. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest drawback. Maybe that was a decision creatively. They're like, we need to spend more time in Pandora with these excellent visuals. Yeah. That's what the people are coming to see. We need those money shots. Need them. Well, I heard the the cut for Avatar three right now is nine hours long. Fantastic. God Ooh. damn. <laughs> Jesus. You can tell that story was tight. I know. <laughs> nine what hours. The hell happens. I don't know. Um, Poor editor. Poor editor. I don't even know. <laughs> Jesus. See, that's the thing. Like they could have if they. They could have tightened these up to like two and a half hour movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you, you do the Peter Jackson thing. Yeah, extended version. Y- yeah. Yeah. That's a little four awesome, hour. With massive amounts of bonus. You get you leave people wanting more. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just unload on them. Just, yeah. It's a giant load. Just giant loads everywhere. Yeah. You could even have a special uh, IMAX screening of the extended version if you wanted to. Yeah. I'm sure people would go. Yeah. Have each one be like three and a half hours <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Three and a half times three point five times five. Uh seventeen and a half, maybe. Yeah. Is it? Sixteen and a half. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah, do that in one day. 
God, your ass mm. would be sore. Fucking bed sores. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hate Pandora. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, anything else on? No. Uh, end of the day, I recommend it. I, I the visuals are amazing. It's worth well worth your time to go see it in IMAX. It's really good visually. Uh, Story wise, you know, some gaps it could have filled, but. Otherwise, I, I thought it was better than the first one. Uh, G- I think James Cameron is, has continued his streak of making sequels better than the original. So there you go, boy. Yeah, he didn't disappoint. Uh, <clears throat> I hope they keep getting better. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was better than the first one. It's, yeah, it's fun to watch in theaters at least once. Yes, um, I agree. But I hope the I hope yeah I hope they continually get better because I'd like to. I'd like it to be a story to where by the time I get to the end of the fifth one that I'm like, <clears throat> man, I kind of want to go, go yeah. back and rewatch everything. Yeah. Um, I'm but, happy too. Cause my fear of them not making all of them because of budgetary concerns or profitability, that's out the window now. It's going to be fine. It, I think we're going to, we're going to get all, all five. Yeah. Avatars. It, it would have to eat serious shit for them. <laughs> I feel like to not, it, it would just have to be a continually downward mm-hmm. thing. And I think with this movie, I think I feel like the general consensus is this is better than the first one. Yeah. So as long as you're moving in the right direction, I think they'll just keep making them. Unlike mm-hmm. like Fantastic Beasts, the first one was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. The second one was like, uh, what? And the third one's like, Jesus Christ. And then the third one, like, yeah, we're fucking done. All the right. third one, everyone was like, there's a third one out? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's been out for two months. I recommend it. Uh, it looks good. Uh, it does get a little uh, same, a little, long. Like, little little touristy. Uh, come visit Pandora. Yes. Uh. Uh, but the acting, I think, with the exception of a couple of people, I feel like the, I mean Zoe Saldana and Sigourney Weaver, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Edie Falco's okay. She doesn't have much to do. Uh, She's not in it very long. Did, good kate winslet's not even in it all that much she who did she play she played the, 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 the chief's wife yes okay uh and the, Fe- the fiji island chief wife yes. okay the one with the whale friend he, he, correct okay yeah the one that did, did not want the sully family there yeah <sighs> bitch bitch did you hear she held her breath for seven minutes Heard underwater that. broke tom cruise's record the uh I like to imagine James Cameron was just holding her head underwater until seven you minutes fucking... came. He's like, oh, we're going to get this fucking record. <laughs> you can see it in the movie. <laughs> James Cameron's head. There's just like a handprint. It looks like the Yurikai and uh, Lord yeah. of the Rings, the white hand yeah. of uh, Saruman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I recommend it. I, I mean, like I said, it's it was good enough to where mm-hmm. third one comes out. I'll go see the third oh, yeah. one. I will. And I was, to be honest, going into this, I had the lowest expectations. I did too. We dropped uh, the girls off at my parents, and my dad said, you're going to watch Dancing with Smurfs? And I was <laughs> like, yeah. And and we had to drive a ways to get to the, yeah. to the IMAX. And it, it's going it, to, I mean, it was a nine-hour, ten-hour day. Yeah. And I was just like, in the morning, I was re- kind of regretting my decision. I was like, God damn it. I was like, I'm going to waste a whole day for something I really don't want to see. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and that, I think, is why it put in my mind. I was like, if this, if I'm not, if 
if this is just bland, I'm I'm fucking done. I'm I don't yeah. give a shit. I'm not gonna watch another one. Um, but it didn't do that. Pleasantly mm-hmm. surprised me. So now the next one I will gladly drive to the IMAX. Right. And, um, I will gladly drive. This I feel like I could rewatch more so than the, the first, first one. one. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's going in the right direction. It's still not like it's not gonna blow your mind as far as story, but the characters I feel. Most of the characters I feel like are better characters than the majority of what's been coming out recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and at least it had, even though the story was bland, at least it had a lot more thought put into it than ninety nine percent of the stuff that's been released in the past eight yeah. years. So I thought they set up enough story arcs to make the third one interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're giving you some story possibilities. I just hope they don't J.J. Abrams mystery box it to where. Oh yeah. Oh, if I get kind of a thing, because I think he divvied mm-hmm. up the script between several people. Okay. Um, like each movie had a main writer for gotcha, whatever, but they kind of acted as a writer's room. So we'll see. Um, I'm sure James has final say, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And he's gonna make no, no, we're not. That's not gonna go in the story. That, that that's too amazing. <laughs> Have him say it blandly. <laughs> No, no, do it, do it, no, do it slowly. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but no, I recommend. Yeah. Yep. Better than the first one. Absolutely. We'll see the third one in two years. At least we don't have to wait thirteen. Yep. No, anything more? Nope. I think I'm good. All right. Well, join us next time. It's the last. Next time, everyone will be our last podcast for 2022. It's it will be. Um, because. The new year. Because there's not enough days left. Yeah. Uh, we follow the... What is it? The, the uh, Mayan Caesar, calendar? Julius Caesar calendar? Yeah. Is that what it is? The Roman... Roman... The Roman Catholic... I don't remember. I don't fucking know. We do the January through December thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, next week will be our last one for 2022. So, we will be talking about our top five best TV movies... Or... Best movies and TV of the year of the year. So uh, not necessarily the best thing that came out, but more likely our favorites. Our favorites. So as far as what we've seen, too. So we're not going to be what I've uh, seen again with the uh, with what we did with the worst. We're not going to be talking about things Mm -hmm. that we haven't seen, um, with the exception of (laughs) Rings of Power. Can can we help? Right. Uh, These are things we saw that were released in this year. Um, that we liked. Yeah. Because I don't know if I'll be able to watch like Babylon or The Fablemans before we do that. So yeah. uh, those probably won't be on the list. Yeah. Even though they might be after yep. I watch them. Have you seen The Whale? I haven't. Yeah. I want to though. And that's... I know. Probably be a good the one. The trailer was... Did you see the trailer? Mm-hmm. My God. Sad Brandon, Brandon Fra- Fraser. Brandon Fraser. He should have been Woo. fucking uh, Jake Sully. He could have. He could have done a good job. Yeah. Could have killed it, but that the trailer had me like emotional. I'm like, Jesus, this is the trailer. I wonder what the movie's gonna be like. <laughs> I'm sure God. it's just gonna be a ball just of a fun. Ball of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be so uplifting. Feel good movie of the year. It's a bait yeah. and switch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. gets a job at Sea World. <laughs> um, the uh, but yeah, <laughs> he's in the Avatar sequel, <laughs> swimming around. <laughs> he plays an iceberg. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, fat jokes. 
Yeah. Uh, it's all right. They don't listen. We're big people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fat too. It's okay. Um, but yeah, join us next time. We'll talk about our top five best movies and TV of 2022. So, uh, and always, uh, don't forget to comment on our episodes. Write your email if you have any questions, any comments, any, all that good stuff. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is not, it's only in, what, hour, hour 45. That's not bad. Yeah. You could listen to this three times. It's easy. In the time it takes you to watch Avatar. That's right. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, until next time, Jay. Until next time, Matt. Yeah.